youtube.com slash mayhew mayhem. That's youtube.com slash m-a-y-h-e-w-m-a-y-h-e-m. Hello and welcome to another episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I am your host, my name is Michael Mayhew, and I am here with my co-hosts. Sup everybody, it's me once again, Greg, and we are joined by the man who just loves the feeling of his girlfriend's dick in his mouth. I am James, and uh, boy do I love that cock. 30 Minutes of Mayhem is available on YouTube, iTunes, Android, Stitcher, and Spreaker. All you have to do is search Mayhew Mayhem, that's M-A-Y-H-E-W-M-A-Y-H-E-M, and please make sure to rate us five stars. We can really use it to boost our self-confidence. Also, you can help us afford to continue doing the show by donating to 30 Minutes of Mayhem via PayPal. Just use the email address in the description, 30minutesofmayhem at gmail.com. Like I said, welcome to 30 Minutes of Mayhem, the podcast your mother can be ashamed of. And tell me, Greg, why is this the podcast your mother can be ashamed of? Because I just made a tranny joke online. Well, I gotta give it to you. That is exactly correct. We have a guest on tonight's episode. I would like to introduce him from As Dreams Fade, the man that made my dreams fade, bassist Jeff Young. Thanks. That was a nice intro. (laughs) Make me seem like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, I want to interview you, uh, Jeff, but before we get to that, I want to tell you guys a, a real quick little story. Oh, I love these. <laughs> so, my, my ex-girlfriend and I, a long time ago, were out doing some uh, night fishing, and uh, it's not going so well. We're not really catching much of anything, and somehow it... You know, we're the only ones there, and it just gets hot and heated. And I'm not exactly sure how it got to that point. Next thing I know, she's sitting on a picnic table, and I'm standing there, and she's jerking me off. When I get to Climax, I'm shooting everywhere. I'm shooting all all over her legs, her feet, the picnic table, and the ground. (laughs) So That's a good bit of liquid for such a small thing. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of cum, man. <laughs> and uh, so after everything's over with, it she cleans herself off with a towel from her vehicle and whatnot. We're kind of talking, and she's like, "You know what? I hope no one gets killed here." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "Because your DNA is everywhere." Uh, and I'm like, "Oh, fuck, you were right." So there's <laughs> so. Uh, so, uh, luckily, I wasn't involved in any investigation because my DNA, as she uh, said, was everywhere. And I tried to clean up that picnic table and whatnot the best I could, but, you know, there, CSI will still find that shit. I'm sure my DNA is in a lot of places. I don't expect they're gonna to. Find, they're going to find a little kid whose genitals got mutilated there, Mike, and then your cum <laughs> is going to be everywhere, and they're going to be like, this guy's a real sicko. <laughs> And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the reason this is the podcast your mother can be ashamed of. Let's get right in, uh, right into um, this interview here. Jeff, I'm going to bore you with uh, a few basic questions, but let's uh, get the listeners to be able to uh, know you a little bit better. All right. So tell us, what 
are your influences as far as music goes? Probably Iron Maiden, mostly with bass. They're the band that really got me wanting to uh, play the bass guitar. But uh, other than that, it's it's a lot of different stuff, man. You know, I like a lot of different, obviously metal. I like uh, Cannibal Corpse. I try to model myself after Alex Webster. But, th- I mean, there's a lot of other stuff, you know. I like a lot of 70s funk stuff, you know. I like... Uh, 80s pop shit it's just it's tough to pinpoint one because it's just kind of like a, a mismatch of everything that i've listened to i know that you and i are both very big fans of uh dr dre and yes. um we had a trip to cleveland uh in which we just jammed that shit out the whole way there with you know a white guy and a half white guy just pretty much reciting every word to the song and if anyone else knew what was going on in that vehicle it would be greatly embarrassing for all of white mankind. For you, maybe. Well, I mean, like you get you get a half pass, which is like results in a full pass. <laughs> a half pass. <laughs> He's like, you racist piece of shit. It's like I don't know why I decided to do this. I fucking hate this guy. I'll take it. <laughs> the next one is out of all of the artists you listen to musically. Who would you say is the one you listen to as your guiltiest pleasure? Guiltiest pleasure? Definitely Huey Lewis in the news. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Easily. I pound that shit all day, every day. Uh, I don't even care. <laughs> I was taking a shit today. I was listening to it. Fucking harder rock and roll is still beating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was not expecting he that. Had a rock, man. No, oh, Jesus. James is like, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> oh my God, that was not an answer I expected. So I'm pretty pumped about that. Bang out a few more of um, of these questions. Oh, let's see. Let's... What made you want to join Astream's Fade? From I, I I know your your band previous to Astream's Fade was just not even remotely close to the to the same type of uh type of music so what made you want to join Azrim's Fade? I just wanted to get back to you know playing metal and the opportunity arose you know I was jamming in another band that me and Jeff were jamming with on the side uh Jeff Steven the current vocalist and he was like hey you should come jam with uh my other band and I came and jammed and that was just just kind of happened you know then tell me this the first time that that you and I met, was it at all awkward for you, knowing that uh, you were the man that made my dreams fade? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I didn't feel like it was that awkward because they said that you kind of like quit or something. So I was like, all right. I felt more <laughs> awkward about your teeth is really what made that thing awkward for me because I was like, do we? is no one saying anything about it? or? <laughs> but other than that... <laughs> Oh. Other than that, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. I, I just... <laughs> until he heard me make the, the worst jokes of, of all, and he was like, oh, it, it's something that's okay to make a joke about? Because, like, all right, I'm just making sure. And uh, did you ever question whether I was a method? I thought maybe. I was like, maybe this guy was just doing drugs or something, and he didn't want to... <laughs> I, I guess that wasn't the case, but... <laughs> 
I mean, who knows? I would feel it would make it easier to digest the situation, but I guess, you know. <laughs> oh, Christ. I'm always skeptical, uh, uh, really? skeptical about anyone that has like tried out for the band because the, the way the people are, uh, the members are, is like it's not just about being able to play the music, and this pretty much goes with every band, honestly. you got to fit in with the personality. And there had been so many people that had come and gone before you and and myself, and well, when I was out and whatnot between the two of us. And it, it wasn't that they didn't work musically; it's that a lot of them like really just didn't work personality-wise, or and well, I can't even say all of them, but some of them. And uh, when we when we first met, and I realized I was I was like, this dude is one of the funniest fucking people I've ever met, and he will definitely fit in. And then I watched you play for the first time, and I was like, holy fuck. I am glad I left. And then, <laughs> at the end of that night, he made a, told a long story about jerking off and it only, like, dribbling out and down his hands and making knuckle babies and whatnot. And I was like, this guy, this guy right think, here's got the goods. I mean, I think in my defense, that's just because it happens so frequently. I think if I would, like, pause for a couple days, it wouldn't be so bad, but... <laughs> I wouldn't say it's like full blown low T, but it's it's definitely it's not looking good. <laughs> you should probably have that checked out. No, I don't really think nah. he needs to have it checked out. It's just if he would give himself a rest. I mean, I don't know. As long as something comes out. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I guess that's, that's true. Uh, do you have any like weird or like just really bad show experiences? Um. Probably the worst show that we... I mean, I've had bad experience... Do you mean, like, bad experiences during shows or just, like, just bad shows? Just, like, no, not necessarily bad shows, but, like, anything either, like, just weird or just horrible that, like, took place... Unexpected. Yeah, like, during a show. You you don't even have to be on stage, like, a show, a show that, like, one of your bands was uh, performing at. I guess... Uh, yeah. I just... Yeah, I want to go with I that. Just say... one that you were performing at. The last band I was in, we played like a pop punk style of music, and we were playing at the 1056 Lounge, also known as Yesterday's, down in Wheeling. And uh, in the middle of one of our songs, getting close to the end of the set, some dude popped out of the restroom back there just butt naked. And just (laughs) on the stage. On the little floor area there while we were playing. And I didn't notice, like, everyone started cheering real loud. I was like, man, we must be playing great. And then I turned and I was like, oh, this dude is nude. So, <laughs> this dude is nude. It was all right, though. Maybe, I mean, maybe, it was cool. Maybe but... because you were playing a pop punk show, he thought, you know, maybe I should get naked. So I'm like, I'm like Blink 182 in that one music video they did. It was. And it was like, hey, this is, you know, this is, and this is something that's happening right now <laughs> that's we hilarious appre- we appreciate the support buddy <laughs> <laughs> how much drugs do you do <laughs> i mean you're a rock star so i mean you, you gotta ask the real questions you know i'm not saying that i do but maybe i don't know if i were to do them probably more than a couple <laughs> Now, not saying that you do, but if you did and someone palmed you some at a show, would that be an issue? I mean, it would depend on what it is. 
I'm not saying you do or you don't do anything. It's just, you know, you someone know, comes up to a show and palms you like weed or something, and you're like, oh, a lot of people around here do that. This is a show they probably think everybody's doing it, but someone comes up to you and is like, hey, man, you trying to get slam some heroin? Then that's like, oh, not really, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to focus on my, you know, career and, you know, yeah. not die before 30. I mean, you know, it worked for Dave Mustaine, kind of, but... Nikki Six. Yeah, Nikki Six, yeah. Did we just come to the conclusion that you have to slam heroin to be a successful musician? I don't know. I mean, there are plenty of successful musicians who, you know, didn't do heroin. So, I mean, I don't think you need to do heroin to be, like, a successful musician. I mean, because, I mean, yeah, there was... Nikki Six and um, trying to think of some other big name heroin users in uh... Garth Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks was major heroin user. Oh my god, he just he just couldn't get enough for the shit. I mean, God, why do you think he was so skinny are, back in the day? These are all facts that we are purporting here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we don't lie on this show. So uh, we've come to the conclusion that uh, 30 Minutes of Mayhem is not saying that you have to do heroin to be a successful rock star, but there have been people that have done it. We've also but come Garth to the... Brooks is saying that you have to slam heroin to be a successful musician, <laughs> and I think that's fucked up for him to be saying that, so fuck Garth Brooks. <laughs> These are things we cannot prove nor deny. All right, so I got one one more for you, and that is, what do you think sets As Dreams Fade apart from any other band that's in the local area or just in the genre, period? I think we have a unique sound. I think the music, it's technical what we play, and that's what I like about it. And uh, there's a lot of different styles of metal coming out now or subgenres that are popular, and I think that... Uh, I wouldn't know what to classify us as. I would. I just. I guess other people can do that. But I think that. Uh, I think that we play heavy music that has a very distinct sound. I think it's very. I think it's heavy. I think that we're tight. And I think that uh, over the past year, year and a half, that we've gotten. Uh, we've grown a lot musically just in what we've been playing and what we were capable of playing. So. I 100% agree with that. See, that's that's the hardest thing. It's uh, like, you know, a lot of people want to call you guys like deathcore and whatnot, but it's so hard to really just say, yeah, like they're they're deathcore because there's so much more in it to where the point where I'm just like they're metal. You know, like that's yeah. You know, can you really put them down into a specific subgenre and it's like no because there's so much there and the the level of challenging and the level of progression that the band has made over the last couple of years is absolutely ridiculous. Does anybody else have anything? We took a couple months off to start writing the album, so we're booking more shows now. So, just in case we lose anyone between now and the next, uh, the next uh, subject, uh, the next topic, I should say, uh, you can find As Dreams Fade at Facebook.com/slash As Dreams Fade Official, and you can also find them on YouTube at YouTube.com/slash As Dreams Fade Official. Uh, they don't have a Twitter because they won't listen to my advice. Listen, Ron is 64 years old, all right? (laughs) (laughs) We're struggling right now with learning technology. It's hard, okay? Jesus Christ. Well, you know, I mean, 
Ron's not quite 64 yet. You know, he's only about... He's 63 and a half. <laughs> he's only, you know, like 30 years away from being that, but, you know, whatever. I mean, at least you guys have a Facebook. I mean, if you guys yeah. didn't have any social media stuff whatsoever, there'd be well, we no way. You can, get a, you can get a hold of us on AOL Instant Messenger. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, 2005 <laughs> now? What the fuck? <laughs> Next to that, we have our Facebook and... Now, is there a MySpace is the question. (laughs) No. We're not allowed to use MySpace. Is that an AOL? You don't have MySpace? Jeez. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Oh, my God. So, uh, you guys also have music uh, available on Bandcamp, and you uh, have merch available. I believe it's through Spreadshirt, correct? Uh, We have our merch store on our Facebook yeah, so there you go. You can just there's go to of, their Facebook to. There's a lot of nice stuff on there. <laughs> there is a lot of those T-shirts are really nicely designed. You're welcome. The second thing, uh, this one obviously is for everyone at the at this point. Which would you rather lose? Your right to bear arms or your right to vote? I think if I had to choose, I'd probably say I'd rather lose the right to vote and. Um, the reason why is because at this point in time, I kind of am uh, at the point in my life where I'm beginning to think, you know, voting doesn't really matter because no matter what you do, the bastards are always going to bend you over and fuck you over the table anyway. So I'd rather keep the right to arm myself, to protect myself in case things get really bad than uh to keep the right to something that seems to be uh becoming less and less important anyway i mean it's mark twain once said if voting was truly important then uh they wouldn't let us do it i think as long as you have the right to vote you have the right to bear arms i think you need the right to vote as long as you have the right to vote you can you're pretty much going to have the right to do whatever essentially the people want now that doesn't in some extreme instances that might not work out but i think if you lose the right to vote then eventually you're just you're going to lose the right to bear arms because then you won't have a say in anything it's just going to happen regardless that's uh, that's what my thought was as well if if you lose the the democraticness you know say you know you get a, a president that then becomes a dictator whatever Kim Jong-un, Hitler, whatever, they're just going to take away your right to have those arms. I mean, they want full control. They're going to take away that right, and you have no way to stop them other than, you know, while fighting back. But if you keep your right to vote, which I would rather lose my right to bear arms because I feel like, as Jeff said, with the right to vote, you actually keep both. Because you, if you mm. lose the right to bear arms, but you still have your right to vote, you could always bring it back up to bring back your right to bear arms and vote it in. Hmm. It's a difficult question. Well, not really, because like you said, I also agree with Jeff. I, I would rather lose the right to bear arms than the right to vote, because like Mike said, I, I can just bring it back. Well, not me, you know what I mean, but us the people can uh, possibly bring back the right to bear arms in the future. If we if we lose our right to bear arms, who's to say that the government the government attack us anyways and you know take away our right to vote? Like they kind of just contradict each other, in my opinion. Oh, so you're saying like if you lose like your you can't protect yeah you can't protect yourself from anything really. So uh, if you is so if you lose the right to bear arm if you lose the right to bear arms, 
then you have no way of stopping the government even through yeah, voting, no and then they vote. can just take away your right to vote as well. Yeah. It can so, go either way, really. Yeah, I, that's a good My, point. Mm, that is a good point. That's true. Because mm, if, if you yes, think, quite. <laughs> if if you take it back to to about like what Greg said about maybe your vote doesn't count, your vote doesn't matter, or whatever. So if you take into account what James said about you know you lose your right to bear arms, now you have no way of stopping the government. And if your vote does not matter, in Greg's theory, if it doesn't matter, and now you don't have your right to bear arms, and you your vote doesn't matter, so they're gonna fuck you anyway. I think the only reason why people, I think. Mainly, the image that comes from voting not mattering is because people say that if people actually showed up to vote, then our votes might actually matter. Oh yeah, we can't even. We can barely get half of the country to show up. Not even that to fucking vote, and that's the basic. It's the foundation of our democracy. It's you're, it's literally the least you can do in a democracy is your civic duty is to just show up to fucking vote. It's free. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still show up <laughs> to vote. It's just I think, I think another one of the reasons why a lot of people don't show up to vote is because our system is a little too constricting when it comes to who we can vote for. Because a lot of the time, it just seems like you know there's only two real choices you could choose from, and if you don't like either one of them, then well, tough shit. So I mean, I mean there are other choices, but it just it always seems like to Point, most people pointless. Pointless yeah. to vote for anyone other than the uh, republic, uh, whoever is you know representing the Republicans and whoever's representing the Democrats. If you vote in Green Party, it's like you're just wasting your vote. That's true. I don't. It's I tough. don't like that because it's like I think it's stupid to have such a small, narrow-minded two-party uh, system. But I mean, that's that's an entirely different topic altogether. So well, we could open that can of worms some other time. <laughs> All right, if we're talking about the right to vote and uh, Jeff was bringing up, you know, like people just need to get the fuck out and do it. And mm-hmm. I agree with that. If you if, you know, in the, the presidential years, a lot more people vote than than what those who vote in like the midterm elections or whatnot, because people don't give a fuck and they'll show up to vote you know, on the presidential year. So 20, 2016 being next year for shits and giggles, who do you think is the next president of the United States? Greg. <laughs> I, I doubt that. Uh, it's tough. It's tough. You have to see legal who, weed uh, for everyone. Who the Republicans yeah. go with? Who the Democrats go with? Who knows? Whoever it is, it's going to be somebody I'm not going to like. It's <laughs> going to be somebody who I think is is going to fuck things up even more because. There has not been a president in years that I have not looked at and said, you know, the bad things they've done have way outweighed the good things they've done in their in their presidency. I'm going to say I feel like the Republicans don't have anyone that can really, really challenge Hillary Clinton. If, if she gets the nod on the Democratic side, I don't feel like the Republicans have anyone that can truly challenge her. There's a lot of people out there that just like her. There's a lot of people out there that are indifferent, but they know she's been in the White House before and she's run this country before and she can do it again. And then there's people out there that at the same time are looking and saying, she has a vagina, I will not vote for her. I'm yeah. thinking that it's either going to be Elizabeth Warren or Hillary Clinton that gets a nod for the Democrats. And I really hope it's Elizabeth Warren because I don't think she's as vulnerable to attacks 
from the other side as Hillary. Hillary mm. has, a, she's been in politics. She has a past, so they can attack her on her past. Elizabeth Warren has been in politics for a while now as a senator, but uh, no. she doesn't have the as high profile of a past as Hillary Clinton does, which is either going to be Hillary's gain or her downfall. Yeah, it's, a, it's definitely a double-edged sword. As far as politics go, that's one of the number one things that people don't like to talk about and don't like to hear about. So, without further ado, let's get into this last topic. This is not exactly political, but I guess it could be political depending on the result. How do you feel you would react if someone broke into your house? Now, you're home when this takes place. You're at home, say it's in the middle of the night, say tonight when you go to bed. And How do you feel like you would react to the situation? You kill him. I don't understand. I mean, I don't know. I don't care if it's a fucking 10-year-old girl that doesn't know where <laughs> she's at sneaking around my house at night. I'm coming out with a machete and chopping that bitch's head off. If you're in someone else's house, your home is your castle. That's home rule. There's no... I mean, it's sad if you're... I don't know why you would be in someone else's house and they wouldn't know you're there and think they're breaking in, but if you break into someone's house motherfucker you got to deal with the consequences and sometimes you get your face blown off or your head cut off for that matter head cut off whatever yeah, he's gonna walk out his care. front door with her head in his hand going <laughs> put it on a stake in front of my house and say yeah. little kids don't come anywhere near here if your ball comes in my yard it's mine so what Nick needs in front of his house is a, is a stake with a little kid's head on it, but that's neither here nor there. I gotta agree with Jeff. Um, not so much that I'm talking about cutting and cutting their heads off, but you're. Whole... I mean, if you see it's a kid, then maybe you know you say, "Hey." I mean, I don't know. A kid could have a gun. You never know what is going on if someone breaks into your house. What if they have their hands up? Do you shoot? I don't care. What are you doing in my house with your hands up? I don't understand. <laughs> it doesn't matter if they're doing the fucking Macarena, if they're fucking... <laughs> hands up, hands down, it don't matter, huh? You're in my house, and you're not supposed to be here. But what if it's a hot naked chick? Then, you know, there's going to be questions asked. <laughs> no shooting. Still probably going to shoot because I'm going to be suspicious <laughs> of why she's in my house anyway. Still, yeah, maybe you ask, you know, how much. Other than that, who do you all live with? Just my mom. So, just uh, so make sure she's safe or just go out there, guns, please. No, she'll, she'll be fine. I'm not worried about her. I'm definitely going out and you handle the situation. She'll sleep through it anyway. She'll <laughs> be tucked in. <laughs> Her room's all the way in the back. She'll be all right. So, James, what do you do in this situation if someone breaks into your house in the middle of the night? I would turn completely splinter cell and just, I would, you know, grab something like a bat, try to deal with the situation as, as easy as possible. So, Greg, how do you feel? What do you, I'm, I'm in the camp with Jeff. I'm, I'm shooting to kill him, bro. See, that's the thing. I don't own a gun, and I would love to own one, but since I still live with my parents and my mom just does not want to have guns in the house, despite the fact that we live in an area where there have been quite a few shootings, and it's like you'd think she'd want something to protect us, but, uh, you know, whatever. But if, uh, hell, even if I had a gun, I still think I'd uh, do the whole thing where I just, uh, when I hear a noise, I just make sure to uh, grab my gun and uh, make sure I'm uh, completely naked and uh, maybe put on a mask or something and, uh, you know, make sure I got like a full heart on or something and just like walk downstairs and then uh, 
once they see me, I'll just like uh, be like, I've been waiting for someone like you, boy. And then like, it's hard <laughs> to shoot them. I mean, I just, I just want to do that. It's, for it's one of the two. Games. I mean, it's one yeah. of the two. I mean, you're either going to walk down their butt ass naked with a heart on, or you're going to shoot them. Or you could shoot them, and when they're laying there on the ground, uh, laying there on the ground dying, you could shoot them again, except for this time with your semen. So, <laughs> so I think everybody has that fear of like, man, I hope I don't die naked or like masturbating or something, because that would just be the the worst. <laughs> so like, you know, because uh, if you have if you have the big one, and then you have a heart attack when it happens, and then you just <laughs> the big one. <laughs> So they come and when the EMTs come in or whatever, you're there butt naked. You got you got a you got a load on your chest and in your hand, your dick and you your got hand. the frosting on top of your belly. <laughs> <laughs> then you got like a death grip on your dick, so you're like you like broke your dick while you died. Jeff, again, everyone can find you guys at uh, Facebook.com/slash/AdStreamsFadeOfficial. You also have YouTube by the same URL. Uh, Bandcamp and all that stuff, uh, Spreadshirt, I do believe. And they can find that all through your Facebook. Absolutely. Jeff, thank you for coming on, being our first one of uh, our little uh, supporting of local music and answering our questions. So I appreciate you coming on, and I'm sure these uh, other two guys do as well. Oh, thank you guys for having me. It was fun. That does it for another episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I have been your host. My name is Michael Mayhew, and I have been here with my co-hosts. Greg and James. Remember to check us out on YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Android, all of those places. Donate to us on PayPal, because we need the money. I hope you have enjoyed this episode, and uh, later, fellas. (laughs) 